Hello and welcome to the Becoming Your Highest Self podcast. I'm your host, Macy Renee, and we are going on a journey together, my friend. If you've been looking for a podcast geared towards your growth, self-awareness, navigating your brain's daily mind drama, and deep inner work to become your highest and best self, you are in the perfect place. Let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Becoming Your Highest Self podcast. I'm Macy Renee, and if you're brand new here, welcome. I hope that you love what you hear. And if you come every week, thank you for coming back. I always love having you. Today, we're going to talk about a concept that I teach in the Equip Society, which is my group program for emotional intelligence. And it's the 95% versus the 5%. It's going to be a shorter episode because all of the deep, deep work is in the program, but I still think it's an important thing to kind of touch on in the podcast. So before we do that, if you're someone who has been impacted by any of the episodes of Becoming Your Highest Self podcast, one of the ways that you can really help me out is by leaving a review on Google. I will put the link in the show notes. It should take less than 60 seconds, but it has a big impact. Um, Something that I've really wanted to avoid in the last few years that I've been podcasting has been adding commercials into my podcast episodes in order to make money. Um, My husband reminds me all the time, Macy, you're missing out on so much money because you won't do ads during your podcast. But the reason that I don't is because I hate podcasts with ads. I cannot stand it. If some if I'm listening to a podcast and they interrupt the message to tell me that I need to buy deodorant or chapstick or a workout program or whatever it is, I really don't care. I get so agitated. I mean, that's just a thought that I have. I could take the 30 seconds to fast forward it and hit the fast forward button, but the point of the matter is I just hate ads. But I understand why people do them because they do make a lot of money doing so. And so constantly my husband's like, Macy, you need to put ads in your podcast. And I'm like, no, I hate it. I hate ads. I don't want to. He's like, but you're missing out on money. And I'm like, I don't care. I hate hate ads. So in place of putting an ad in here to make income, one of the things that truly does help me is when you take 60 seconds to go leave a review on Apple or for instance on Google and right now I would love to ask if you would do it on Google because I'm trying to build up my Google profile and you know whenever people are looking for a good podcast or a coach I will pop up based on reviews that I have and more people can read through them and kind of see like okay what's her work about what's she about so if you're a client current or former or you've just been here on the podcast and you're like wow this 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 is you know this this and this is changing my life or this really blew my mind just go leave an honest review about something that you have found helpful even if you haven't been a client and that in turn helps me it's something free that you can do That doesn't take a lot of time and it keeps me from having the desire to add ads into my podcast so that way, you know, I'm not trying to sell you chapstick in order to make a (laughs) dollar. So I'd like to keep it that way, but I do realize I'm leaving a lot of money on the table, but it's okay. I just ask for the review. So, all right, I'll stop talking about that and let's talk about what it means whenever I reference the 95% versus the 5%. So like I said, it'll be short and sweet, but our brain 
is a super powerful organ. So if you have been here for a while, you know that our brain dictates everything. Your brain is what tells um, your system to breathe. It's what sends you into fight or flight when there's danger or just whenever you perceive danger. It's what tells, you know, the blood to pump um, like to your heart, to and from your heart. Your brain controls everything. It's so, so, so important. And I actually really, um, I guess learned the importance of the brain whenever I was practicing as an occupational therapy student and I had internships in facilities with people who had had, you know, stroke or uh, traumatic brain injuries. And it is so devastating to see someone's, you know, everyday abilities kind of uh, dissipate or be challenged because of something that has happened within their brain. And so I I really cherish my brain even whenever it's, you know, giving me a lot of mind drama. I try to always be mindful that my brain creates the life that I'm living in every single moment of every single day. And so that's why I use, you know, I've I've invested the most money in my brain because it's the most powerful organ we have. I mean, I think I could easily say it's been, I've spent probably over 50 grand, if not more, on coaching and personal development and conferences and things that are constantly getting my brain to the next level of thinking. So it's an investment I'll never regret because it's the organ that controls everything in my life. So when it comes to the 95% versus the 5%, what people don't realize is that most of what we do like, you know, your, our results are being created from the decisions that we're making and the thoughts that we're thinking all of the time. And what people don't realize is that most of what we're thinking is actually subconscious. So when our brain learns something or repeats something over and over and over again, it becomes a hardwired thought. And then it becomes something that we don't have to think about all the time. It's the way that our brain, um, you know, becomes sufficient. So for instance, you don't have to reteach your brain every single day how to turn a light switch on or off. You don't have to retrain your brain how to use the bathroom every single day and flush the toilet. You don't have to teach your brain every single day how to pick up a toothbrush, squeeze toothpaste on the toothbrush, you know, put it underneath some water, brush your teeth, spit the toothpaste out, rinse out the sink, rinse out your mouth, and go on about the next task, okay? So when your brain does something or learns something, every single time it repeats it, it becomes a part of the subconscious system, and it's the way that our brain operates the most efficiently, okay? So it doesn't have to relearn everything. And that's that's honestly a big part of why I think my occupational therapy career was so rewarding is because if someone did come in after they've had a stroke and their brain has been impacted or they had a traumatic brain injury, maybe after an automobile accident or something, something else, I, my job, you know, because I didn't do this once I actually graduated, but as a student during that time working in that specific facility, my job was to help people retrain their brain and relearn those skills. So you could have someone that was 50 something years old and here they had, you know, brushed their teeth for 50 years 
and yet because of the you know impact of the accident on their brain they wouldn't remember how to put toothpaste on a toothbrush and so my job as an occupational therapist was to repeat those patterns with them over and over and over again and retrain their brain and body to relearn those skills so that they could become independent or as independent as possible in their life again. And if there were you know, different tools to help them along that process and make their life easier, then I introduced how to use those tools um, so that way they could live the most normal life possible after they were you know, rehabbed. So occupational therapy is, is a career that I really do. I have so much respect for all of my colleagues. I still really love the work. I wouldn't be surprised if at some point in my life, because I keep my license active, if at some point I just went back just to just to experience the reward of helping people through challenges in their life, whether I'm working with my babies that I love so much or you know somewhere else. So I really do value the profession. But going back to the brain, you know, our, our brain tries to do everything as effectively and easily as possible. So it takes thoughts that we've had multiple times over and over again, um, experiences that we've had, um, actions that we've taken, and it stores them in this database, basically like, oh, you've done this before. You don't have to relearn it. Here it is in your subconscious. You don't even have to think about how to do it. And that is both amazing and awful at the same time. And I'll, I'll tell you why it's awful here in a moment. But this is how 95% of your brain works. So 95% of your brain power is through subconscious autopilot behavior. Okay, subconscious autopilot behavior. Now, that leaves only 5% of your brain power to make conscious decisions. And conscious decisions happen in the present moment, okay? So why is this such a bad thing if we're not practicing self-awareness? Well, because what tends to happen is we've stored a lot of things in our subconscious, traumas, limiting beliefs, thoughts that are not serving us, all of the things and it becomes a part of who we believe we are, okay? So if you've had thoughts like, I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm not pretty enough, I'll never be able to leave this job, I'll never be able to make more money, I'll never be able to take my family on, you know, fun vacations, I'll never be able to impress my boss, I'll never, whatever, whatever the thoughts are, the more that you've repeated those thoughts in your life, the more they've become programmed in your subconscious, 95% of your brain power. And because it's a part of 95% of your brain power, you believe that that's who you are. You believe it's a part of your personality. You believe that it can't be changed. You believe it so deeply that you will make yourself miserable and self-sabotage because it's what feels true. So whenever I say to clients or just in the podcast, like you said that, like it's the news, which is something I've heard my my coach say, it's because it's in the 95%. Like you're not questioning your thoughts at all. You just believe that whatever you're thinking is true. 
And I know as a coach that a lot of what people say and what a lot of pe- what a lot of people have told themselves over and over again is not true at all. It's your truth and it feels true, but that doesn't mean it is the truth. Do you see what I'm saying? So I know whenever I approach any client that whenever I'm coaching them on new concepts, that their first reaction is going to be resistance a lot of times because 95% of their brain power, if it hasn't been what they've um, learned or wired within their brain themselves, there's going to be resistance to taking in that new information because taking in that new information has to come from the 5% of our brain power that is conscious, okay? So here's th- here's an example of this. Every single new year, what is the most common thing that people say that they're going to do? They usually say, I'm going to work out and I'm going to eat better, Okay. And they have the best of intentions and the energy of the world is very exciting. So you're around all of these people and these energetic vibrations where everybody's talking about their New Year's resolutions and how this year it's going to be different and this time they're going to stick with it and this time they can fill it in their bones that it's going to be amazing. <laughs> and so they they declare like this year is my year. I'm going to eat better and I'm going to work out at least four days a week. I'm going to do this. And they have all of the right intentions to do so. Okay. And then the the January one starts and they're good for maybe two weeks, three weeks because they're making those new choices from their conscious brain. They're using the 5% of brain power we have to, to wire our brain in new patterns, okay? They use that piece and they start going to the gym and they start working out and eating, you know, eating better. But then here's what happens. By the time we get to week three, week four, week five, if you've even made it that long, your brain goes, okay, wait, this is hard. There's something way more efficient that I can show you. Like the 35 years, we didn't do it this way. There were 35 years we ate whatever we wanted, when we wanted to. There were 35 years prior to this new year, new you, okay, version of yourself. 35 years where we didn't work out and we didn't go to the gym four days a week. And you know what? If you decided not to do that, life would be a lot easier. We can go back to what we used to do. We can go back to all our old patterns. And I think life would be much more simple for you. Okay? And so this is what 95% of your brain power starts to tell you. It starts to pull you into the patterns that you've lived for most of your life because it's subconscious and you don't have to think about it. It's autopilot. Okay? So you have a decision in that moment where either the 5% of brain power that you have, which is conscious thinking, can say, uh, hell no brain, we're doing really good, we're eating really good, we're going to the gym, I'm proud of myself, we're going to continue. You have either that version, or you have the version where you're like, uh, you're right, you know, this is really hard, the kids are needing me, I, I have so much work, I'm really stressed out. This is just a lot to balance and I think we'll be way more successful next year. We'll give it a go next year, okay? And that's what most people do. That's where most people live. 
They have no awareness around the 95% versus 5%. And so with that being said, this new thing that they started that they were really good at for a few weeks becomes something that now they've quote unquote failed at and they start beating themselves up because they wanted to be good at it and they wanted to be successful at it and they're not and they just feel like it's the end of the world and they start all the I'm going to beat myself up, I'm going to shame myself, all of the BS, okay, that our brain likes to offer. And the only thing that has gone wrong is that they didn't know that 95% of their brain power is subconscious thinking, autopilot thinking, comfort zone thinking. So what this means for you is that when you declare that you're going to do something, something new, something that you've never done, you're going to take new risks, you're going to make new decisions, you're going to think differently about your life, you're going to become more self-aware. What this means is you have to do it in a very conscious-minded way. You have to know that only 5% of your brain is going to fight for you to do it. Only 5%. And that means you're up against 95% of yourself that's going to try and be a little stinker and talk you out of it. And do you listen to the little stinker trying to talk you out of it? Or do you stay strong and go with the 5%? So examples of like what this has looked like in my life, starting a business. I had to use my 5% of brain power to start it. I've had to use my 5% of brain power to keep it, okay? Now, with that being said, here's the interesting thing that I want to tell you. Whenever you've practiced something new with your 5% brain power over and over and over and over and over and over and over it eventually switches from the 5% of your brain to the 95% of your brain where it becomes autopilot. So a great example I can give you is whenever someone decides that they're going to go vegan, okay? Maybe there's vegans on this podcast right now. There was a day where you drew your line in the sand and you decided, I'm not going to eat anything that's not vegan, okay? Your conscious brain decided in that moment that you were going to be vegan. Every single day, every time you ate a meal, your conscious brain, only the 5% that you had, had to decide, I'm not going to eat meat. I'm not going to eat eggs. I'm not going to eat cheese. I'm going to eat vegan. And in the beginning, it may have felt very, very difficult. And you might have even gotten a few months in only to end up eating a chicken nugget. Okay, and having to start over. And it's because only 5% of your brain power is working in favor of you becoming the newest version of yourself, the version that you desire. Okay, this is the same for highest self work. Only 5% of your brain is helping you do that. 95% of your brain is trying to take you back to the person you've been, not the person that you want to be. Okay. So for my vegans, as this, you know, as I continue with this example, eventually it just became a part of who you are. And now you can probably say, I've been a vegan for two years. I've been a vegan for five years. I've been a vegan for 15 years. I've been a vegan for 30 years. 
it's now a part of your 95%. When you go to a restaurant, you don't have to have your conscious brain saying, don't get the meat, don't get the meat, okay? It's totally natural for you to order whatever is vegan. That's just how you show up. It's just who you are because you practiced the conscious decision-making long enough to move it from the 5% that was difficult to the 95% of it being your subconscious thinking and your autopilot programming of this is just who I am. This is just who I've become, okay? So we do this with every category in our life. This is something that I've been practicing over the years even with, you know, as a business owner, especially being a receiver of larger sums of money, right? We all have kind of like this... um, uh, what like money blueprint that we have been used to making a certain amount of money per month maybe our entire life maybe you've been in the same job your entire life and so you have seen your statements come in every single month of what you make and your thought process is maybe I'll never make this or even if I did make more I'd have to sacrifice and and have a crappy schedule a crappy work schedule or you know like we just we get really stuck in the comfort zone thinking of our brain, which is 95% of our brain power. So our brain loves to offer us limiting beliefs. Our brain loves to say, we don't have any evidence that you're going to be successful at X, Y, and Z. We don't have any evidence that you can change because this is who you've been. These are the decisions you've made your whole life. Like we don't have any kind of evidence that you can actually become your highest self. Because you you haven't been that person. Like for 35 years, for 40 years, for 50 years, 20 years, whatever it is, you've been this version. And we like this version. This version doesn't have to think. This version gets to just be on autopilot. This version just gets to keep going as if, you know, we don't have anything to work on. Whereas the 5% of you kind of has a homework assignment that has to, you know, or that takes a lot of intentionality in order to be successful and move it from the 5% of your brain power to the 95% of your brain power. So in the Equip Society, um, my emotional intelligence program, I have a module on this and we go more in depth and it's through a, you know, a visual teaching so you can actually kind of see how this is all working. So if you're interested in more of this work and how it relates to your emotional intelligence and how you actually show up in the world, my encouragement to you is to check that out on macyrenee.com. If you have any questions, you can set up a consult or you know if you don't have questions and you just know it's something that you need, then visit macyrenee.com and sign up, okay? So let me know if you have any questions about this. Otherwise, I hope you have an amazing week. And I will talk to you very soon. Bye.